Hi everyone and welcome to another saunter with me, Paul White. I'm coming to you from the beautiful town of Weymouth in Dorset by the sparkling blue sea. I'm a disciple of Jesus and my job is to encourage you and encourage other people to walk with him. It is my massive privilege to spend this time with you today and my hope is that we'll both be really inspired by spending time together and fall in love a little bit more with Jesus today. Hey everyone, I'm really excited to be interviewing my dear friend Ali today. <laughs> now, Ali, how long have we known each other? Um, I guess since 2005. And we met in Ashgabat, yeah, in Turkmenistan, yeah, yeah. And it, it was my first first experience when I translated you. <laughs> <laughs> you were amazing because you were really struggling with English, and you'd just begun to teach yourself, hadn't you? I think you know. Uh, I, I, for me, it was unexpected because um, I didn't um, learn English at all. No. At uh, for me at school formally or anything. Uh, you know, uh, Soviet Union time. Uh, uh, all people think that English will not necessary mm. because uh, uh, our program. I mean, Soviet Union. Uh, we didn't have hope to go out of border. Right. Yes. So you knew that you would stay yeah. within yes. the Soviet yes. Union. Yes. And uh, uh, my English growing uh, because of just uh, two sermon. Uh, of one pastor who was preached here in Baku. Wow. And the uh, uh, translator will near, uh, yes, uh, of, wow. with the pastor. And I, I listened to this uh, two sermon maybe six months <laughs> and did a little bit grow up in my English, wow. but uh, I, I didn't have uh, experience to translate or somebody. Wow. <laughs> so suddenly you're in this room and you're trying to translate for your father-in-law. Yeah. We're in a little apartment in yeah. Ashgabat in Turkmenistan. Yeah. And just describe to me a little bit about what your life was like in Turkmenistan growing up as a young boy in a Muslim home, is that right? Yes, yes. But uh, within an atheistic uh, culture? Uh, it's it's very interesting. Uh, our culture is really atheistic. Mm. And... Um, um, my grandfather from father's side was mullah. Okay. He uh, was very serious. So he was like a Muslim pastor. Yes, like Muslim pastor. Mm -hmm. And uh, he <clears throat> um, sitting two time in prison. For wow. Faith. Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. On, so on, it wasn't just in, Siber in Siberia. On the oh. Yes, on the Stalin's wow. time. So he paid a heavy price yeah. for his yeah. faith. Yeah. 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 So uh, my father was the uh, oldest son uh, in nine. Uh, kids. Wow, big family. <laughs> yes, big family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my grandfather, who was uh, Mullah, he uh, was one of four kids. He was right. second one. Can I ask, did he have a big white beard? Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, 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 <laughs> like proper Mullah. Yes, yes. Because it's, um, it's not only traditionally, it's necessary. Mm -hmm. uh, when you have... Even a little beard, 
uh, or, or young guys already li- ready to listen to you. Okay. It's, it's like authority. That's why no one listens to me. <laughs> I, I need to grow a beard. Yeah. Yes. And uh, mm, uh, for me, it's actually wasn't the question uh, either God or not, because I absorbed the um, general God culture in our okay. family. Yeah. Uh, of course, my father was a little bit frightened mm-hmm. because communistic system it was um, not approved. And uh, but he, he was well educated. My father was good educated. Yes, he and finished the uni- Turkmen University. He was fin- financist specialist. So he was valuable within Soviet yes. society. Yes, yes, but he yes. was afraid. Yes, for his uh-huh. because your faith, your belief in God was more of a serious risk to the state than yes even it, even would rather do without you than yes you know um for me it's i will a little bit uh, looking forward for me um we as a christian not confessing our faith everywhere and every day yeah sure but when you're looking the muslims uh if the uh, man uh, really muslim uh, when he's sitting with you around the table, yeah. uh, early or late, he will confess to you who he is. Mm-hmm. So he, they're less yes, and secretive. Uh, m- yes, by and, and and it, it it was a little bit. Uh, uh, my my father should be a little bit dangerous because yeah. uh, if you are really Muslim, uh, when you're speaking or you uh, keeping relation with other people, you begin to speak about that, mm-hmm. even if you don't want. Yeah. Because sometimes it's coming from, I know. <laughs> yeah. So you were grown up in the home. Was it, was it a privileged upbringing you had, or did you were thing was money tight? Were you poor? We wasn't so poor. Yeah. Because uh, my father had a good position. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, working in government system. And many many years. I see a picture of your mum. She's very beautiful. With Jet black hair and yes, yeah, yes. My mom is Azeri, wow. half Azeri and half Tatar. Wow. Yes, wow. and my father is Turkmen. And the Soviet Union was such a mixture of ethnicities, wasn't it? Yes. For me, this is exactly this good side of Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. good side. And then, tragically, your dad died. Yes, it was when you in were 19... still young. Uh huh. It was uh, 1993, uh, 31 of December. Wow. Yes, uh, my and father. And how old were you then? He was uh, 47. How old were you? He was I, wa- I was 19. Wow, so you were still just a young man. Young man, yeah. yes. And I was 19. How did that affect you as a young Muslim boy? Um, you know, uh, when you... Um, I was beloved son. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, I'm sure you were. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, and uh, um, um, I can say that uh, I feel uh, love of my father uh, every day. Mm-hmm. My father was great. So he was very kind for me. And so to lose him was massive. You know, uh, when you're losing father as mine, it's like. Um, I don't know how in English um, when some something what you can have uh, something you can lean on 
Yes. Something strong, yes, reliable. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Something going out from your uh, feet. Yeah. Because uh, your father is like a foundation mm -hmm, where you course. can come and asking and taking the uh, help. Mm -hmm. You can receive the help. Yeah. Yes. And my father recommended me reading many books and uh, uh, he was part of my education. For example, when I was um, 14, maybe 15, he recommended me reading the Todor Dreiser Finances. Wow. Yes, it, I wrote it. I read. Mm. Yes, read. <laughs> and, uh, for me, it was like blossom. <laughs> wow. Yes. So he he was a foundation in your life. He was someone reliable, but he was also somebody who was cheering you on to go so, for great uh, things. Can you imagine? You, you are 19. Mm. Uh, and uh, um, uh, in our country, um, it, it was 1993, it's uh, Soviet Union uh, almost uh, collapsing. Mm -hmm. And uh, too many problems coming up mm -hmm. because uh, we're losing the social guarantees, we're losing our system, we're losing the finance stability. Mm. Uh, we didn't have hope, we didn't know what come in, will come on the future. Mm. And uh, you're still thinking, what next? Wow. Yeah, so it was a very unsettled time, uh -huh. politically yes, and nationally. Yes. Yeah, and so I remember. And my mom was yeah. uh, only was disabled. Okay. Yes, mm -hmm. and that time it was disabled right. after operation. Yeah. And uh, um, it's mean I was didn't able to um, go to the um, high school. I mean university. Okay. And I decide to be with my mom, mm -hmm. and I begin to work. Okay, wow. And so, when, from what you've told me before, I believe you, you began like to search your own heart and to ask questions, like where had your dad gone? Yes. And you went to see your granddad. Z yes. No. 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 Granddad. Granddad passed away in nineteen ninety one. You... I, I go to a friend of my granddad. Okay. Who's yeah. also a mullah. Yes, he was also a mullah. And I'm asking, so where my father go? And he answered me, I don't know. And then I uh, said to him, how you don't know? Because you are reading the Quran? Yeah. And he answered me, you know, the, uh, even the Quran can, can't give us all answers for our question. Wow. So that massive question about life after death, Yes. Because Islam teaches about heaven and hell or paradise and Yes, Islam teaches but uh but you, there was no certainty. You, you, we, we, we should be a little bit uh wise because we need to separate Islam mm -hmm. from Quran. Uh, Not everything what said Quran they teach Islam or opposite. Okay. Uh, if you gathering all things what teach Islam you sometimes can't find in Quran. That's really interesting. That's very interesting. Because uh, the Islam uh, education coming not only from Quran, it's coming uh, from Hadith. Mm -hmm. Hadith, it's, yes, Hadith, it's, um, if I'm right, it's about something like 100 additional books. Yeah, and they're, they're, this, uh, they're 
the sayings of Muhammad as recorded yes, by yes. various people. Yeah. Yeah. And so he says we don't know where he is. Yes. And I and I, I how did that leave you feeling? I, I became a little bit angry because oh. I, I said uh, uh or you bad mullah <laughs> or yes or you didn't read good quran okay yes or something else mm -hmm. and uh, i decided to uh, read quran to myself mm -hmm. yes uh, fortunately we had quran in our house in russian language okay and i wrote it you read it read it yes yes i read it thank you and uh, in uh, chapter number five i find some interesting thing uh Quran saying that every people who wants to judge need to know the Torah and Gospel. Wow. <laughs> so the Torah being the Old Testament yes. scriptures. Yes, yes. The law. Yeah. The law and um the gospel being we can we can say yes 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 some yeah. sometimes torah can as we can sing the whole testament or the five books of moses mm -hmm. it's no matter actually because yeah. uh five books of moses it's a uh, foundation of law so the the quran specifically yes. says and if you I, want to know about this and i return and i return to my village and uh, asking from mullah you know the quran saying like that and he's yeah. saying me never read the Torah and Gospel. Oh, so the Quran <laughs> says read it. Yes, well, says, no, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and oh, I'm, asking, I'm asking why. And he uh, telling me it's because it was changed. Okay, that's the standard line. But here is yeah. one of the fun part. Um, <clears throat> it's we calling it the sin of Adam. Okay. When God say, don't eat this fruit. Yes. <laughs> And Mullah said, "We don't read don't the Torah." This. What are you going to do? You're going to go. <laughs> yes. And then, and yes, and then I returned home wow. and find the Bible. Yes. Yes, and uh, did it feel like you were doing something really? Naughty? You know, the John three sixteen not impressed me. Okay. What impressed me when Jesus said, "I'm uh, way, truth, yeah, and life." Wow. Mm -hmm. And uh, what? Uh, I realized later, uh, nobody say like Jesus. No. Even the Muhammad, even the Moses, even the David, even the Solomon, no one. And that's precisely what Jesus' critics and followers said, wasn't it? No one ever spoke like this man. Yes. He is a complete original, yes. one-off. Yes. yes. So you become... And then, and then and then intrigued by the and then begin Jesus. and then begin the hardest fix year of my life mm. uh, I realized that I already not Muslim mm. and uh, I knew that uh, I know that I'm not a Christian yet mm. because my background was uh, deep enough in my heart in my conscience. And so I think this is I true think, for many Muslims it, that the it's not so much about a religion as an identity. It, it's like I am a Muslim, so I identify myself. I've grown up in this culture which is Muslim. Muslim. Uh, you know, um, we as a Muslim, 
if we're saying, for example, if I was Muslim. Mm -hmm. We, uh, I think the, mm, our, our main problem is it's very, very difficult to be honest with ourselves. Yeah. It's very, very difficult because oh, we need to know we are we from, mm -hmm. we need to know what mm -hmm. our purpose here, mm -hmm. and we need to know where we go. Yeah, sure. But, uh, and even you don't have a hope, what is your face? Mm. Because, uh, okay, let's say Muslim had hope. Yeah. Because they are all uh, those, uh, life is the hope. We hope that God is merciful. Mm -hmm. But when you come into Jesus, Jesus say to you, I give you life yeah. and eternity life. Yeah, that's right. You're already, forgi you're already forgiven. You know, it's like present what in front of you and just you can make decision. Will you take this present? Yes. Or you reject it's it? It's a clear choice. Yes. Yeah. And Jesus makes promises that no one else would ever presume to make, yes. doesn't he? Mm -hmm. yeah. Whoever believes in me has everlasting yes. life and these incredible promises. Yeah. Six years I um, thinking about myself, about my future. It was a really hard time. So growing up through your early 20s, your life is in turmoil, really. Yeah. Yeah. And in when I was uh, 25, wow. yes, um, uh, my friend uh, gave me some uh, tape. You know, the sort of oh, yeah. old tape. Cassette for, tape? Yes. Wow, <laughs> going back a bit now. <laughs> Antiques. Yes, and uh, with the, some sermon. Mm -hmm. And uh, until today, I remember it was... Um, uh, I think it's from Deuteronomy chapter 13 when, where God says uh, uh, I um, mm, suggest you life or death choose life mm. oh yeah I put before you life and death choose yeah. life yes. he doesn't yes. even yes. leave it to us to yes. make a good choice <laughs> he says choose life yes 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 yeah yeah. So, and uh, um, it was also December. Right. Yes, it was December 1999. And uh, I said, yes, Jesus. Come on. I said, yes, Jesus. How wonderful. That's so good. And when I met you, you were quite a, a zealous young believer, weren't you? You were very passionate about God. What's been a zealous? Zealous, um, fiery, on fire for God. You were committed, um, serious. So uh, here coming another one situation because uh, the evangelist church mm -hmm. uh, w with whom I was met, yeah, uh, it was uh, unofficial. It was unregistered. Oh, unregistered church. Un yes, unregistered yes, of course. Church. Anyone who doesn't understand about and, that, uh, the Soviet system had very yeah, strict yes, rules yes. about churches being registered so that they could monitor the 
activity. And in... uh, it was a little bit dangerous. So this was an unregistered church yes, you were going to? Yes, yes. Okay. It was Greater Grace Church. Mm -hmm. Yes, and uh, here again coming the scene of Adam. Because government saying you're not gathering without license. Yeah. And uh, when you're fighting that you desperately want to God. Yeah. You gather on and you and take the risk. <laughs> yes. Wow. And well done. And great honor to all those who throughout the Soviet <laughs> Union's history took the risk. And oh my goodness. And in nineteen ninety nine Soviet <laughs> Union already collapsed. It mm -hmm. was already the independent Turkmenistan, mm -hmm. but nothing changed. It was still very atheistic. Yes. And not atheistic, already Islamic. But in a kind of weird, nominal sort of, it was more like a national yes. identity rather yeah. than this yes. is our true faith. Yes, yes. Yeah. Because uh, uh, every uh, people think, or um, in, in country, we, we were uh, some understanding if you're a Turkmen. Definitely, you should be the Muslim. You are Muslim, yeah. Yes. I remember the president um, built a big, big mosque, didn't he, quite early on mm -hmm. in his mm -hmm. career as president. But he'd been a Soviet guy before. Yes, yes. He was educated in St. Petersburg. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And he was seen very much as the father of the nation, wasn't he? And the savior of the uh, yes. Turkmen people. You know, uh, <clears throat> when he was alive, we thought he's Batman. Mm -hmm. But when coming the another one, the new one. Oh, isn't that crazy? <laughs> you can understand everything yeah. when you begin to compare. I remember when I first went to Turkmenistan and I was in Ashgabat and I went into a bookshop. Mm -hmm. And there was only one book for sale. Ruhnama. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. President Nayazov's yes. own book, which was his take on Turkmen history and mm -hmm. life e in Everything the in one book. Everything. <laughs> Turkmen history, religions. I and... don't think anyone read it, did they? <laughs> you know, if you uh, want to find this book now, you can't. You can't find it anymore. No. So if you had may, a copy may, of it, it would be valuable. Everything going to trash. Because new president coming and new yeah. president writing new books. Well, there were statues of Niazov, uh -huh. which I saw coming down when I was there on one visit. I saw them lifting one statue off with a crane to take it. You know, the one that used to rotate? The, yes, the yes, sun? yes. Yeah, they took it down. They had different monuments, didn't <laughs> they, with different amounts of legs mm -hmm. to celebrate how many years the president had been in office. And there was three legs and five <laughs> legs. <laughs> Oh, funny. Um, so <clears throat> then you, so when I met you, you were married? Yes. To I, Irina? I, I was married to Irina, yes. And then you had a little boy? Uh-huh. Shamurad? No, no, no. Yeah, yes, yes, already Shamurad, already. Yes. And Irina, yes. Tell us the story there, Ali, because I know it's a sad story, but it's uh, yeah. Important. So it's uh, <laughs> um, I decided to uh, be a pastor of church, mm -hmm. and uh, when I was ordinated uh, in two thousand and seven. So uh, we already had two kids, the Shamrad and Sarah. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, um, and just after 10 days uh, after my ordination, uh, it was car accident when Irina and Shamurat uh, passed away. That's so sad. Yes, kicking my car. Mm. And uh, um, it was like test. Because, you know, uh, after this strategy, very easy to be angry on God. Mm. Yeah, very natural. Yes, yeah. uh, especially when you uh, not just coming alone, uh, your uh, daughter who is uh, uh, just 10 months. Yeah, she doesn't have a mom. Yes, and you need to grow your daughter. You need to mm. try and grow in church. It was not, it was not easy. Yeah, because yes. you'd just been with... Arena, you and Shamrad, you'd come to England, hadn't you, for a like a pastors conference with us? Yes, it was. It, it was. Uh, was two, that a year? Two thousand and six. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it was two thousand. So we'd seen you then, and Arena was pregnant, uh-huh. and it was all very exciting. Looking forward to the baby, right? Right. And you'd survived the English weather. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> although it was summer, it wasn't very warm, was it? And you'd come back, and then we heard the devastating news really quickly. And so just, so you were, you felt like it was a test. How did you survive that experience? Uh, I don't know how to explain this, because um, I I think uh, against the Soviet Union education, they helped me. Really? This, this is... That's good side of Soviet Union. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Yes. Uh, when you um, make you busy. Okay. So you yourself. stay busy. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. It's uh, no time for crying. Wow. Because um, I had uh, two small church, mm. one on Ashgabat and one on the Turkmen Bashri city, mm-hmm. the near of Caspian Sea. Mm. And then uh, God give us uh, two more home groups in different cities. Mm. So uh, I had a lot of works. Yeah, a lot of traveling. A lot of, lot of traveling, a lot of works, yes. And, yeah. uh, and no I, car. No car. No car, uh, small support. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, um, uh, fortunately, I found family. Uh, who are looking uh, after my daughter. Lovely. Yes, who are looking after my daughter. And uh, uh, when you're getting tired every day, uh, you have no time for crying. Mm -hmm. Because uh, as a pastor, I knew that uh, to be informed, you need to have the prayer time in the morning. You need the... Uh, Bible time in the morning, and you you need to have to pray your time and the Bible time in the evening. Mm-hmm. That's all. Uh, to stay in good shapes. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. To stay mm-hmm. in good shapes, right? And uh, um, only like just like that, because uh, uh, when you're sitting without uh, job, when you're sitting without movement, when you're sitting without nothing, when you're doing nothing the uh from atmosphere coming some thinking mm. about your life about your hardness about your problem mm. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, diff- about your difficult. And every time, you know, uh, we say like that, everything want to speak with you. Mm-hmm. Everything. So when you have no money, your wallet won't speak with you. Yeah, you have no wallet. money. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. When you uh, have no possibilities, these possibilities or uh, um, no possibilities want to speak with you. Mm-hmm. Every time. And, uh, and they're all telling you negative things. Negative things, stuff. yes, yes. And uh, if you are begin to answering uh, on on the question what coming from atmosphere, mm-hmm. you're going down. Yeah. That's why um, you're just cutting everything mm-hmm. from, I don't know how in English, from civil world. And you're deciding no, only God yeah. and only church. So I'm going to take my references from him, my my bearings and... Yeah. Yeah, good. And so somehow you came through that storm or that time of loss. And then very soon I heard <clears throat> word that there was somebody else in your life. Yes. When I, I remember when I had the free time mm-hmm. between my trips or uh, at home. Yeah. Uh, I um listening many, many uh, sermons. Okay. So you're listening to a lot of preaching. Yes, yeah. a lot of preach. Some so good w- stuff, w- w- yes, uh, when the word of God uh, coming to your into your ears, ears, yeah. uh, it's uh, keeping you in shape. Yeah. And then tell us how you met the lady of your life now. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I was I was met with him before my tragedy. Because uh, yeah. so you knew her already. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, uh, after England uh, summer, I uh, come back to Turkmenistan, and then I come to Azerbaijan. Mm-hmm. I was invited to Azerbaijan to the small courses for um, organized by Organization Mercy. Okay. Yes, and uh, um, I met here mm-hmm. with my. With the, with the wonderful girl, I, I didn't know he's my future wife. Yeah. Yes, and uh, we find each other because um, uh, she was a, a Sunday school teacher. Okay. And uh, I told to her how uh, I uh, became crazy about uh, kids' education. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, um, when uh, my wife passed away, he just. Uh, Call me two or three times to encourage me. That's nice. Yes, and uh, um, after that, uh, we keeping our relation by email. Yeah. And I pray. I I, I say to God, you know my character. I am mm. not soft man. You know. Yes. Uh, if you want that, I will be alone. I know it's not a good idea because your words say that not good to be man be alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, if you preparing for me, somebody, please uh, prepare uh, the person who will can uh, living with my 
<laughs> character. Yeah, a good good match, good fit. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. That's a good prayer. Yeah. Yes, and uh, um, I believe this was from Holy Spirit. Yeah. I begin to think about Irada. Okay. Yes, and she starts uh, popping into your mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, one day, I, when we're speaking by telephone, I saying, "Will you marry me?" Oh. I was very directly. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Cut to the chase. Yes, and he, yes, and uh, she said, "Okay, come." Wow. Yes. Um, so uh, we, we, you'd met once, then you were communicating by email. Yes. Did you see her again before you asked? No, her no. To... I, I, I coming only. Um, Engagement in English? Yeah. Yes, I coming only engagement. Wow. And then I returned to Ashgabat again because I was pastor. Yeah. I had no time for fun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no time for courts. Yes, yes, yes. So then it you... was it was um, May. It was May. Wow. And uh, after uh, one or two months in July, I again coming to wedding. And after one uh, week, I returned again to Ashgabat. <laughs> wow. Yes. And the, the next eight years, uh, we're leaving the separate. Yeah, because she was not allowed to live in Yes, yes. My yes, my, mm -hmm, because, because I was official pastor of officially church. Mm -hmm. And uh, that time, I was first Turkmen man who became pastor. Wow, you made history. <laughs> yes. Come on. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yes. And the uh, government uh, didn't give me permission to bring my wife. Because, uh, you know, they are not foolish men. They know if my family will be with, with me, I will, I will be much more fruitful. Of course. Yeah. Yes. And uh, so they were keeping you very much restricted by their laws yeah and the next uh, eight years uh, we're living uh, in different countries difficult yes uh, every for anyone who doesn't know geography very well Baku is just across the Caspian Sea from Turkmenistan but it's not a straightforward yeah journey is it it's complicated for all sorts of reasons and uh i oh i coming to my family i was come to my family only twice per year after six months that's really, yes that's hard, yeah. three three weeks here and again six months in turkmenistan three weeks here and so your little girl sarah came to live with um Rana? yes um it was also interesting story because um, uh, after our wedding, mm. Irada uh, calling to me and saying, "So now I'm your wife, right?" I say yes. So and uh, we had the daughters already, right? I said yes. So bring me my daughter. Wow! <laughs> she said yes. Very direct. Bring me my daughter. And <laughs> lovely as well. Yes, yeah. and. Uh, uh, I come in 2008 or night, I don't remember. I come with Sarah mm -hmm. here, and since that time, Sarah living here in Azerbaijan. And, and they love each other, don't they? Yes. Yeah, it's beautiful. I, I believe the Sarah love Irada much more than me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Irada dedicated to her, uh, her life. 
beautiful. Yeah. It's a lovely thing. Now, jumping really far forward to where we are today. Okay. You have four daughters and one son. Yes. Wow. And you're... But I, I counting with the the first one, like a joke. <laughs> I say, I, I, every time I say I have six kids. Six. Yes, with oh, my first son. Of course, yeah, of course. He was a lovely little boy. Yes, yes. I remember him very well. Because Bible says for God, everybody's alive. Yeah, well, he is still, isn't yes. he? Yeah, very much alive, yeah. Now it's uh, unusually. I remember his name because it means something like exalted ruler or something, doesn't it? Yeah, Shamarad. Mm -hmm. So you have three beautiful, uh, four beautiful daughters, two and, sons. Yes. And a lovely wife. Yes. And <laughs> another lovely wife waiting for you in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how that works, but anyway. Yeah. Um, and you're still passionate for Jesus. Uh, sure. Um, when I come in here, uh, so uh, I uh permanently living here since um 2016 mm -hmm. yes um and uh, um by uh, azerbaijan law uh it's not allowed uh, for me uh being the re religious worker here okay so they don't recognize you as a pastor yes yes um of course um uh, I have many friends here and pray the Lord. Uh, one of my friends, it's a very good man, is Pastor Elijah from Baptist Church, mm -hmm. who met me with um, many pastors here in Azerbaijan. Mm -hmm. And uh, the uh, my former church where I was born again, the Great Grace Church, I have uh, many friends there. And uh, now my uh, church where we belong now, the Pentecostal Church, of course, uh, we uh, have many friends there and uh, the difficult when you um, preparing yourself for mm. God's service and you can be doing nothing um, not exactly nothing sometimes a young man uh, or couples coming to have uh, counseling counseling mm. right yeah yes or to have counseling before marriage or uh, uh, during the marriage mm -hmm. So, and uh, um, uh, we serve to many people here. That's good. So, yes, and uh, 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 it was not enough for me. And uh, I'm almost arguing with God why are you bringing, bringing me here and I'm sitting on the one place. Yeah, because uh, yeah, you're broken my chair. <laughs> you are still quite a nomad, aren't you? You like to travel. Yeah. And I'm, uh, I'm gonna. I, I have passion for my nationality for <clears throat> Turkmens, you know, because Turkmenistan almost is Korea, mm -hmm. uh, like North Korea. North Korea, very yes, closed. yes, very close. It's um, even if somebody wants to go there, it's not so easy. No, not so easy. To take, oh, it's not easy at all. Yeah, no, absolutely. Not not easy to uh, take visa. No. Not easy to be missionary there. You should be a little bit crazy. Mm. Uh, forgot to go into Turkmenistan, spent much money and uh, trying to work there. What are you trying to say, Ali? 
<laughs> you are crazy because yeah, you were there. Yes, you are crazy because you were there almost six times, maybe yeah, six or five times. So, yeah. so every time when we were in Turkmenistan, I, I'm asking God. God, it's very strange. They spend a lot of money to coming for three or five days praying for my people, yeah. walking on a street in Ashgabat, trying uh, uh, doing something uh, for Christianity words and come back because you yeah. know um, because uh, I'm working in the bank yeah. before I know value of the money of course yeah I know value and when I uh, see the c crazy people sorry as you <laughs> you're a hero also Paul. Oh, you're a hero and I still have uh, uh, passion for my uh, country yes not exactly for my nationality, for my country. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, today, I still have the Turkmen passport. That's really good. Yes, That's it's really good. Yeah. And I have, I have a big opportunity to um, living in my own country, uh, maybe not permanently. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was prayed about that. Yeah, it is. It's a yeah, yes. it's a privilege to be able to go in without needing a visa. Mm -hmm. do, you, yeah. you, you, do, do you remember in Genesis when Jacob was returned to his brother, mm -hmm. he was met with angel and uh, uh, he's uh, fighting, yeah. fighting with angel. And what he said, uh, I will not release you until, until you're blessing you bless me. me. Yes. On. And uh, uh, I was fighting with God many, many years. Mm -hmm. I staying on my knees. Mm. And we have some joke. I was praying until my uh, knees became at uh, the camels. Oh, like, <laughs> yes. Get, get hard knees. Yes. I'm just going to ask you one more question because we've talked for quite a while and this one always makes me laugh. When you were in England, I think, or maybe it was before you came, you said to me, Paul, you keep speaking in tongues. <laughs> and you were telling me off for speaking in tongues because you didn't speak in tongues. Yes, that, and you were—I I didn't. You found that difficult that I was just not holding back, but whilst I was around you, but still praying in tongues as part of my just normal prayer life. And now, yeah, you speak in tongues, and you're—it's one, one fun part of my life. Tell me uh, what okay, okay. It, you know, uh, for me, it's uh, still miracle. Uh -huh. Why? Because um, I believe I was um, baptized by the Holy Spirit mm. um, after my, when my first wife passed away. Okay. Because I prayed many, many times, mm -hmm. and uh, I learned to pray on my knees. Yeah. And uh, when I once when I was uh, prayed, I begin to felt something very very strange thing, yeah. and I realize the God coming to me. Beautiful. Yes, because you know it was um, some kind of holy fear mm -hmm. when you one hundred percent realize that God is here. Yeah but you don't dare 
to uh, raising your eyes. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yes, it's exactly. uh, <laughs> I felt something inside of me. Mm-hmm. I felt something inside of me. The next 15 minutes, I praying on the tongues and they will took out of me the next maybe 10 years. Because I continue praying on the tongues just recently, two years ago. Right. So you prayed you in know, tongues then and then you stopped? Yes. Wow, interesting. Yes. Yeah. But what I definitely can say, I was uh, baptized by the Holy Spirit. Wow. Because since that moment, I desperately uh, begin to know about the Holy Spirit gifts. You definitely changed. Yeah. There was definitely a change. There was a be- an alley before mm-hmm. and an alley after. And it's... It's beautiful. And now, just sitting around your table last night, talking to your daughters, and <laughs> they're talking about encounters with the Holy Spirit and angels and visions and dreams yes. and all these kinds of things. And I'm thinking, this is beautiful. This is a family that is growing together in the relationship with the Holy Spirit. And what an adventure. Yes. And you've got some very, very gifted young people here under your roof who are worth every minute of your time you've invested in them. Once uh, on the YouTube, I um, watching the, uh, the some pastors who recommended uh, praying in tongues uh, at home when you're making the routine issues. Okay, yeah. Just doing uh, and chores. You, you know, when I uh, begin to practice this, uh, I identify uh, one more things. Uh, you spiritually growing yes can be uh, infinity yeah there's no limit Un- unlimited no limit to it. yes Absolutely. you can grow and grow and grow well paul says that doesn't he? he said i speak in tongues more than all of you yeah and he said when we speak in tongues we build ourselves up we edify ourselves and i think there's a mystery about it that people don't fully grasp but then as we give ourselves mm-hmm. to that, we grow, like yeah. you say, in ways that we would never have imagined. Wow. Ali, I can say it's been such an absolute joy to be in your home. And I'm looking forward to the next We're few welcome. days. <laughs> and I also would love to invite anyone listening to this to pray for the nation of Turkmenistan. It's a tiny nation. It's only about the size of California population of about five million people estimated is that Turkmenistan Turkmenistan no less less officially officially we have uh, five million but real 2.8 2.8 million that's not many people so yes. you think if God or what let's say when God begins to move in power in that nation it should be relatively quick for the whole nation to be saved and there's that scripture that says can a nation be saved in a day and i would love to see that in my lifetime that the nation of turkmenistan is saved and um one time when i was there um 
I was with the Catholic priest and we were invited into this mosque that was being renovated uh -huh. and we climbed up the minaret, uh, the the tower, one of the towers. Yes, it was, I think it was in Guptepe city. And that's right. And we it's prayed mm -hmm. over the north and the south and the east yeah. and the west yeah. of the nation and prayed, called forth the sons and daughters of God. And so we, Jesus, as we wrap up this little conversation we ask for this nation that you will move by your spirit in a way that has never happened there ever before in history for the glory of jesus amen amen thanks ali my pleasure my pleasure if you've enjoyed this podcast that's brilliant that's exactly what i hope for Please do share it, like it, pass it on, get it out there. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day.